This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to foobarradio.com for more details. Row and chill with Johanna James and Noel Clark on Fubar Radio. Hello, guys. It's four o'clock. It's Friday. Yes. It's back Johanna James. I am joined this week by Joe Tosca. Hello. How are we doing, Johanna James? Hello. Um, I can't. I can't hear myself in my in my headphones. Minion. Minion. <laughs> How I, does? Uh, okay. I can definitely hear you. I can't hear myself. That's all right. That's I'm actually part going. deaf, so that's normal for me. Oh, there we go. But don't worry. Fun fact of Friday. Fun Friday fact. Well, I am partially deaf. <laughs> well, this is Joe's first show. Uh, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. It's good to have some northern accents on the station. I love And do you know what? People are going to realise, because I'm, I'm from London, I've got a London accent. Yeah. Whenever I'm around you, I go northern. Do you? Is it yeah. like certain words? I do. I start to hear myself going... Hello, you're Hello, you're right. Not, uh, not bad. Uh, bag of chips. Right, uh, so this show, packed, packed. <gasps> I've got games Good. and challenges, as per usual. And we've got, what have we got? We've got loads of guests in. We've got Maud Hurst, who is this gorgeous actress who's on the Vikings, the TV show. Yes. The sexy, violent... The sexy Vikings. The sexy, violent Viking show. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you may have seen her on. Um, she's coming in to tell us all the gossip about what goes on behind the broadsword and uh, we've got the writers of a brand new film called I Am Not a Serial Killer which Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future is his new movie so we're going to be getting all the gossip about that and also we've got the writers in the studio of The Hard Stop which is the documentary about the London riots that happened and were you here when the riots were ongoing I was in London (gasps) at the time and I live in South London. I lived in South London at the time. And so I was like centre of a lot of the writing. I was just up in Leeds in my field. You, you just know. watched it on TV. Yeah. Was there was literally a, a helicopter outside my house filming on my road because some of the cars were on fire. It just doesn't seem real. It just doesn't seem real. Well, it was. It was real. And now they've made a documentary about it. Okay, so we're going to be looking into that. So if you would like to contact me or Joe on the show, get involved. Send us a tweet at foobar. Radio. <laughs> or no, you, can, that's the one. you can email in at chill at foobarradio.com. That's chill at foobarradio.com. And we will shout you out. So send us an email. What are you guys watching this week? What are you going to cinema and seeing? We've got lots of film reviews for coming up later on. Send it in to Joe Squared. <laughs> we're out with Joe Square. We've got two, two Joes. We've got double Joe on oh, the, the show. Oh, the Joe and today. Joe show, but I think that's too many J's and Joes. Yeah, way like, too much. Just, like, yeah. just get out. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> too many Joes. Right, um, we're going to go to a song first. So every week, Joe, what I do is I compile a list of songs that I like from movies, soundtracks, theatre, anything to do with the the world of entertainment. Yeah. Um, and so I'm going to pick one to start off with. I'm going to go for a bit of a Disney. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> bit of a Disney. Uh, this is from from Aladdin. It's friend like me. But it's a version done by Neo. Uh, sorry, Neo. Yeah. Like so sick of love songs. Is that someone else? It's uh, I. Is that Neo? <laughs> I'm gonna know. say yes. Okay. But I might be wrong. Okay. Um, anyway, we're gonna go through the title. I like this is a bit of like a jazzy modern version oh. of Friend Like Me. Okay. So we'll be back. Uh, this is Back Row and Chill. <laughs> back Row and Chill with Johanna James on Fubar Radio. <laughs> And Joe Tasker. And Joe Tasker for today. That was so jazzy. We are like pumped now. I was not expecting that. We are ready. Well, I've got I've got loads of them. Oh, I'm ready. I've got a whole smorgasbord of funny buttons in here that I'm I sorry, can press. I'm sorry, you've got a what? A smorgasbord of okay, funny okay. buttons. I haven't heard that term before. I can play all different things if you want. Okie dokie. Uh, for example. Go on, hit me. Give me my nice to see you, gold digger. Harmony. 
But she ain't messing with no broke niggas. I can't say the second bit of that song. I don't feel like I'm not. But the song wasn't afraid to say it, was it? I know. Straight in there. Straight in there. I like this radio station. This is Fubar Radio. Still conscious about the light, but I like the radio station. Well, yeah, Joe is a bit concerned because uh, the light in the studio has been temporarily taped to the ceiling. Well, it's a bulb covered in paper with gaffer tape, isn't it? So, <laughs> you know, there's not much else to describe it as. Professional as ever. I like it. Don't worry. I think it's not here to harm us. Don't worry, Joe. Okay. Uh, right, welcome to Back Row and Chill. Uh, Noel Clark is away. Well, here's a good excuse. He's been away for the last two weeks. Is he still away? He's filming in Berlin. He is still in Berlin. He got this Honestly. movie offer, as you, one does when yeah. you're a famous movie star. I passed it down to him. Oh, really? Was it yeah. originally given to you? Uh, the description of the character didn't suit me. Yeah. I'd, you know, just leave it as it is. Just give it to Noel. I think, you know when people were, um, go for a job, like the interview, where we go for auditions, where people go for interviews for jobs, and people are over-experienced, mm-hmm. over-qualified. Oh, you were just, I yeah. Think, well, that wasn't their exact words, but, you know, I guess it is. So it's a shame. It's mm, a shame. But know, it's good for him, though. Good to pass him a little bit. It's of, good for Noel. Noel Clark can get a bit of experience, can't Because no, he's getting on in years, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not he's going to kill me. I'm not saying that. Okay, so I've been looking up entertainment news mm. of the week. What's been happening? What's going on in the world of the world? So, um, Taylor Swift. Are you aware of her? I know who that lady is, yes. Yes. Well, Taylor Swift is apparently getting her very own TV show. <gasps> really? Very, what, like the Taylor Swift show? Like, literally... No, no, not even... Sorry, not a TV show. Her own TV channel. Oh, what? That's a big difference, <laughs> That's Stuart. even bigger. Sorry, not sure. An entire channel dedicated to Taylor so Swift TV. It's literally like... Taylor Taylor Swift TV 24-7 oh, it's not, Is it Taylor hosting her own songs and playing them out? I don't know I mean for, for a whole channel to be devoted to her she better be doing something epic <laughs> Coming up next I'm feeling 22 Shake it off just like 24-7 Just maybe it's like a dance-a-thon sing-a-thon ah, charity I thing I hope she has a hotline you just ring in and got Taylor Swift problems and you can, or you can karaoke with her or something that'd be cool I don't know but I just I don't know think it's necessary I don't know what I mean I like a bit of Taylor but I don't want too much Taylor <laughs> I don't know I don't know how, how do you guys feel about that would you watch Taylor Swift TV I, I think it depends what it is I mean we're just like guesstimating what it's going to be like when it actually comes out it might just I don't know. I can't. As it well, been a channel around a public figure, I don't know. Well, maybe mm. we should make one, but with like Joe Squared. Maybe Joe it should Squared. be our. Should we make our own TV channel? Yeah, probably on Sky Channel One Five Six Seven Eight Nine Two. But <laughs> I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I don't know. What do we feel about this, guys? You can tweet us in at Fubar Radio or email chill at fubarradio.com. We will read out your email. Chill. Um. Okay. So going to another very famous person in the world, the Pope. I've heard of the Pope. So Pope Francis has met with Martin Scorsese this week and they had a special screening ah. uh, because Martin has made a new film called Silence which everyone's getting quite twitchy and excited about. Okay, okay. It's got Andrew Garfield in right. and uh, oh, what's his name? I think it's Miles Driver from Girls. Yep. The one who's the baddie in Star Wars. Yep. <laughs> Joe's going, yep, and like shaking his head <laughs> at me like, I don't have my a act, clue. My actor knowledge name should be better. I'm okay. Sorry. Well, it's the, it's the bad guy from Star Wars. That's the one, yeah. You know him, you'll know no, him. The funny head, you'll yeah. know him and um so they've, he's apparently he's taken scorsese like 20 years to make this passion project wow and oh um it's to do with uh, c- c- like these catholic these priests in the 17th century japan you know really relevant yeah. film stuff obviously yeah relevant. um but, on, 20 years what the entire project filming writing art uh yeah so he obviously they didn't film it for 20 years <laughs> uh but <laughs> you know filmed, what i meant <laughs> but it's he's had an idea it's based on a book and and he's been trying that's to get it off the ground mad. that's my um, age that's my age is 
just that's mad that's your whole age mm. people get quite funny about religious films because people who aren't religious get very angry that there are religious films coming out in oh, the people just need to chill out don't and they? then people who are religious get annoyed at, if it's not exactly how they want it to be in their religion so yeah. it's all very oh, you drama really please, you can't please everyone it's but, the, yeah mm. but the Pope apparently was pleased and went to a private screen can you imagine going to the Vatican <laughs> and having a private screening with I, the Pope I just hope they um, travelled everyone there in glass cases in cars in the glass cars in the glass car I don't know what the official term is uh, it's the Pope-mobile the Pope-mobile <laughs> what else would it be well, the Pope-mobile I call it the Pope-mobile download the app now I don't really know what that is um, okay in other news mm-hmm. I feel like I should have a newsreader voice for this one go okay on then, go on. so uh, Kanye West is out of hospital oh, he's, oh my god Finally, yeah, I forgot about that from his breakdown um so he's out and about, and but he's he's cancelled all the rest of his tour, yeah. which is like millions and millions of pounds. But that might be. I'd, I think people would see it from his perspective. That is a big word for me. From oh. his perspective, they might not understand it because obviously they've just bought a ticket, go see a show, and yeah. kick off because he's cancelled it. But hey, mate, I'm sure I, he'll make the right decision. You know, mental health is not a funny thing, and exactly. obviously the guy. Nobody knows what it's like to be Kanye West apart from Kanye. The, exactly, the pressure. It could be mad, manic, absolutely you, manic. Also, give him a break. He's married to one of the Kardashians. Exactly. That's going to cause a breakdown to anyone. I know, it's so, <laughs> in many different matters. Seriously. Um, Jennifer Aniston. Played, friends. Rachel and Friends, Got well done. Everyone. Thank you. Uh, Rachel, Rachel. She has come out this week to say, well, not come out, but come out. But oh she's my God. <laughs> news exclusive on Foobar Radio. Rachel's gay. Rachel Anadeji. Oh, I'll show she was off the X Factor. I got excited. <laughs> oh, my God, Brilliant. you do a brilliant X Factor voice. Thank you. Wow, I'm going to be using and abusing would that. Would you like this me to ra- say anything right now as we're live? What would you like me to say? Um, well, can you say this um, next oh bit? Next can bit I read of you news? Gen- okay, read that in the X Factor voice. Jennifer Aniston, now a member of the Mile High Club. <laughs> what? She's a member of the Mile High Club? Apparently so. That means so. when you do naughty stuff in a plane. That means that <sighs> Jennifer Aniston has had sex on a plane. How's that gone into the news, though? The only person that I know about that is either Jennifer Aniston or the person she's in the bathroom with. Well, she's announced it. She did it in a radio, in a, in a, in a TV show. She said, or radio show, she said that she was a member of the Mile High Club. And I don't mm. know. Um, are, are you a member of the Mile High Club? That is the thing where you do naughty things on a plane, isn't yes, it? You know, when I was younger, I used to think it was something to do with the film. Is it the Mile High film? The mi- <laughs> you mean- I just made that up. The Mile End? Oh, the the Long Mile. No, wait. Okay, forget everything I've just said. <laughs> no, I'm not a part of it. End. <laughs> You're not, no, I've not yet. Um, yet? Fully. Well, I, I don't pl- know what your schedule's saying next year. <laughs> I don't know what you up to. I'm going to flight with you to LA. I've not been, I've not, I've not yet joined the Mile High Club. Okie dokie. Uh, but apparently, but to be fair though, <laughs> for A-listers it's a lot easier because you get like you. She probably have a whole cabin. You've probably got a whole plane. You probably have a whole plane. Hang on, is, does it count if you've got your own private jet? But yeah, I mean that's is that really? I mean, you, have you really got your badge of honour? I don't think so. I if think you, because the whole idea behind it is like there's a plane full of people. You've got, yeah. you've got to try and do it around, you know, sneakily on the <laughs> side. Does it count? I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh-oh. Email in chill at foobarradio.com I love this dish are you a member of the Mile High Club and if so how the hell did you do it well not not like exactly how but not, not, you know you don't know. be too graphic but we will read out your email well, you can tweet me at your task if you want to but I, mean, I might not read it <laughs> you totally will um, okay oh an exciting news <sighs> for on, Netflix pe- lovers <gasps> 
which yes. is myself. I love I love a bit of Netflix. Yes. Uh, the oh, uh, I'm so oh, excited. I heard I'm, that one. I'm so excited. I can't get it out. <laughs> the oh. <laughs> uh, right. The on the app now, you can download offline uh, and watch, so you don't have to have a live internet or Wi-Fi connection to stream off Netflix anymore. How do you download it offline? So what you do is you go onto the app, and it only works at the moment on the app, so it doesn't work on your telly or on your yeah. computer. But if you're on the phone, so say you're going to go down into the tube or yeah. somewhere where you're going to watch Wi-Fi. a three-hour film. Exactly. So mm. what you do is you press the little download button yeah and it will download it onto your phone if you've got enough memory and then you can watch it at your leisure that's wherever good. whenever that's good thank you netflix for I finally like catching up with like 2000 and bloody 17 nearly if you've got time we could talk about what we're watching but i think you need a bit of time for that well we are gonna do that <gasps> so we're gonna pop to a song and then we can come back for a bit of reviews because oh. me and joe we've, we've become netflix buddies recently and we've been watching uh some series together so we're gonna tell you yeah. what we think about that but i'm gonna oh. go we're gonna go to a song um is it um disney by michael jackson <laughs> no. I thought that I'd pop a few more Christmassy themes because we are yeah. in December now. It's, what is it? The second, the third? It's the second of December. I'm mad. So Christmas is a coming. So I've looked at my favourite Christmas films and Ooh, what right. my favourite Christmas songs. So I thought I'd go for a bit of Home Alone. Yeah. You know, Donald Trump. You know, uh, he is. In, he's in Home Alone. That sounded weird, just that word. Factoid of the week. What's it about Donald Trump? So this is from the film. It's White Christmas by the Drifters. And uh, it's the bit in the film when he's doing the whole aftershave thing. You know, when he's putting, he's like, yes. he's shaving. And, love it. that bit. Love that film. Cool. I'm going to watch it tonight. So anyway, here's White Christmas by the Drifters. It's background chill. Poppins and it's Kent Jones. And usually I like to be in the front, but right now this is back row and chill. Yeah, baby. I thought that was part of the song then. I got so confused. <laughs> like, his <laughs> no. voice sounds different when he doesn't sing. That was Kent Jones. He called us. He recorded some idents for us a couple weeks ago. And oh. I love it. Amazing. Sexy voice. So that was the Drifters or someone from the Drifters? Yes. I met Roy G. Hemmings from the Drifters um, for a week when I was presenting in the Caribbean. Most randomest story ever. Fact of the week. And this, the songs were amazing. It was like, like Motown. Era, yeah. that kind of yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think I liked Motown. They are old school. I thought it was a type of cereal. Motown. Motown. When I was really young, like Motown. I'd like a bowl of Kellogg's Motown, like please. You, you have like, what is it, granola, like the rabbit food kind of stuff. Yeah. Or Motown. Motown granola. And I love my Motown. Oh, can you imagine? I like a, I like a bit of Motown. I do, but I know what it is now. That was when I was like eight, I promise. <laughs> I promise. Right, okay. So we were talking about Netflix just before that song. Um, yes. I'm a big lover of Netflix. And just to repeat, you can now download stuff on Netflix, which is super exciting. Offline. Offline, baby. Offline. <laughs> that's amazing. Because you have to download it online, don't you? And then keep You have it. to stream it. And that's the most annoying thing about Netflix. or stream. It's not Netflix. It's your Wi-Fi connection. Your wi- <laughs> it's your Wi-Fi connection. It's your Wi-Fi. Uh, you're watching something. It gets like a really amazing scene and then suddenly it's like mm-hmm. has to I hear you sister you know, I hear you buffering oh, is, is the it, word oh is it like a critical point in the programme slash film as well I know I'll tell you who killed him it was oh hell no oh. <laughs> exactly and that's, that's how Home Alone 2 ends that's how you feel <laughs> <laughs> right um, so what are you watching at the moment and enjoying Joe um, what are you enjoying? Um, um, oh, what are we watching? Westworld. We are watching Westworld, Westworld. baby. Oh, I got so excited, I can't think of it. It is, honestly, and I keep like rabbiting on about it to everyone I know, like, watch Westworld, watch Westworld. But that's not on Netflix. It, it's actually not on Netflix. I keep telling everyone to watch it. It's on no Sky Atlantic. Keep, that's it, that's why people are getting angry with me, because I'm telling them to go watch it on Netflix. It's on Sky Atlantic, 
It's called it's called Westworld, and it is absolutely one of the best series. I mean, uh, it, for me, it's up there yeah. with Game of Thrones and yeah. Breaking Bad and those kind of like yeah. absolutely must. I think it's just the whole. I, I always start telling people about it, and I give too much away. But basically, like, the Truman Show, if like with Jim Carrey, but it's not as funny and silly as that as my favorite actor in the world. But it's like a world that is like a fake world. And yeah. people inside that fake world start realising things. Oh my and God. there's robots, and there's drama, and there's a yeah. lot of sex and violence. There is, and there's a lot of huge names in it as well. I thought like, you were say something else. There's a lot of huge... <laughs> there's a lot of... There are actually a lot of huge penises and things in there as oh, well. Oh, you actually just said it. Oh, OK. Of course you can. I love this station. You can, Food by Radio. Boobs. Do you know what... <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to say... It just felt like thrown out there. Do you know what Food Bar stands for? Yep, it spells... Fluffy orangutans, beware, and rectum. <laughs> close. close. Very nearly close. correct. No, it stands for fucked up beyond all recognition. <gasps> Johanna! I mean, have you even looked at the little logo? My mum's listening. Can you see what the little... Lo- My mum listens every week, she hates it. Look at that little, uh, <laughs> look at that little logo. The soundbars? Yeah, can you see what it is? What's it doing? It's swearing at me. I know. It's flipping me off. It's, it's a middle finger is the logo of this radio station. How cool is that? That is sick. And I didn't notice for like six weeks. That is amazing. I am aware. Is that what it's meant to be? Or are you just, you know? No, I think it's definitely. Is this one of those, oh, we've got someone new on the radio, let's play a little prank? I don't think I've been pranked. Have you, have you been successfully pranked ever? Yeah, but not in the world of Facebook. So, <laughs> oh, like outside of Facebook? And I think people listening now, they might do, yeah. Yeah, well, at university, the first year was full of pranks. I don't know. I like a good prank. And I always, when I was younger, I used to do, you know, I used to put like salt in the sugar and. Oh, you absolute devil. And after I saw Home Alone, oh my gosh, there was like sticky shit all over the house, Lego everywhere. I was just trying to like get burglars slash my parents slash my brother. He makes it look so much easier in the film than how it is. I tried doing the the boxing glove out of the window, out of the door, cupboard thing on a spring. Just don't work, does it? Just don't work. You must have spent hours constructing a string. I just put a boxing glove on a stick and then put lots of pressure on it, but I ended up <laughs> smacking myself in the face so many times. <laughs> it was a bad day, that was. I don't know. What do you guys at home, what do you guys feel about pranks and things? Because now it's a big, it's a, like a cultural thing on the internet. Yeah, it's oh. a genre of content. That's how big it is. It's like, huge. So are you guys yeah. are you guys up for a prank? Do you hate pranks? Do you enjoy watching them online? Do you absolutely hate it? Uh, how do you feel about fake pranks? Yeah. Uh, do they have to be real? Can you still enjoy them if they're if they're kind of set up? How do you feel about that? Let us know. Let's start a discussion. Do you enjoy um, giving lots of pranks? And then if you, a prank is given on you, you might not like it. Yeah. Is there a level? A, you've got to be able to give and take. <laughs> exactly. That if is you're what gonna, If you're going to give a prank, you've got to be able to take that it. I think you can't say. be a diva. Let us know. Chill at foobarradio.com. We will shout you out. Ooh. Okay, so we've ooh, our, our first guest is going to be coming ooh. in a little bit. We've got very, very sexy Maud Hurst, who's in The Vikings, the TV show. Very exciting about that. <laughs> um, and I'll, when she comes, I'll tell you some really, really funny stories about my teenage years and to do with medieval things. Amazing. You've already shown me a picture of when you your mum dressed you and you went out. I thought it was fancy dress. Do you remember? You look like a rainbow. <laughs> uh, walking rainbow like just I don't know what was going on there I was like oh is it fancy dress pie no no just no, a Monday that was just my clothes <laughs> just my clothes Joe is referring to a recent uh, Instagram throwback picture that I put out tragic when I was 15 and I literally thought I looked so fucking cool <laughs> I don't know how and but... I looked awful I, lo- I was wearing I had a bright nuclear orange fluffy bag that I made myself I sewed that bag myself you definitely can't tell and I called him Melvin and I was wearing like 
two or three layers of fluorescent pink fishnets, yep. skirt, yep. Doc Martens that I had painted myself with like flowers and rainbows oh, on. God. I look like, oh, someone's got their phone on in the studio. Well, it's not me, it must be you. I think it's it you. must be me. Well, the co-host is one and Johanna James is zero. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> You've turned into someone else since I've stepped in this studio. Why? What am I like? Absolute road woman, that's what you are. I am, Tyrell. I'm just a little innocent kid from Leeds. All right, okay. I'm like gonna one. play. Have I got any? Ro- I haven't got any roadie songs, but I have got a song from yeah. uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the movie. <sighs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the movie. That's. N- I wanted to play that song. Like the new movie. The new one. Okay. The new Michael Bay version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which um, you know, I was a fan of Transformers. Okay, we're talking about Transformers now. Well, it's Michael Bay. Oh, right, okay. He made, like, he made the same thing. I thought I've missed a definite no, no. important I was a part fan, of the film. I was a fan of Transformers, especially yeah. the first one, and then I kind of like waned on the rest of them. Okay. Uh, and then uh, he made the Teenage Mutant Ninja series. Mm. And I, again, just didn't really catch on as much as the Transformers, but I think it's because Shia LaBeouf wasn't in it. Ah, there it is. I think he is the key to yeah. all things sexy about the that. Key to your heart. Uh, anyway, this song is called Shell Shocked and it's from the, the soundtrack and I just love it and um it makes me feel really cool. So let's play that. Let's hear it. It's background chill. You're listening to Johanna James Back Row Chill. <laughs> Yes. Did I say it correctly? Yeah. Very nearly. Macro and chill. Yeah. Oh, I missed off the and. It's like Netflix and chill. Oh, I get you. Well, we've got, sorry, I've got another round now. It's so like, you, know, it you know, you, when you're in the cinema and you're having sex in the back, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah I know exactly what you mean, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Um, right, we've got our first guest on the show. Thank you so much. We've got Maud Hurst in the studio. Thank Hello. you for joining Hello. us. Oh, I've got to put your mic up. There we go. <laughs> Hello. 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 I'm here. How are you doing? Are I'm good? really good. How are you guys? Very good. I'm good. Yeah. It's marvellous. I love, I love Doing a show on a Friday afternoon because you're just pumped. Yeah, the you weekend, are. the weekend is about to begin. And it's nearly Christmas. Oh it's nearly God. Christmas. December Fridays are the best Fridays. Yeah, they, they are. Out of all my Fridays. Advent. Advent Fridays. Advent Fridays. Right. So, Maud, um, <laughs> for all our listeners, just to explain who you are and what you do, you're an actress and you are on The Vikings. I the, am the TV show, which is quite exciting. Mm-hmm. I love that time period in history. So. That's my favourite. I should have listened more in history, but I do actually like the Viking era. <laughs> <laughs> my brain was all over the place in school. The What we read in the history books is really quite different from the show. So even if you had read oh, up on okay. it, you, you know, you can still learn something else by watching it. Thank you very much. And how did you get involved with the Vikings? How did you get... So just... it's been like, oh God, like four and a half years, I think, since I auditioned. And oh, I'd just wow. been travelling around Thailand and I came back to London terrified that I wasn't working. And I was like, ah! And my agent was like, got this really cool... Uh, show do you want to audition I was like sure great so went in met the director and it was a really last minute casting and I think within like three or four weeks I was told and then flew to Ireland and started filming that is scary the actor's fear I call it you know and you don't know what like after university for me I just want to go and act and you get this fear where you just don't know yeah. audition wise yeah. or work wise yeah that's what, and I hate it the first time you get to set normally the first thing people say hi so what you do next and you're like I'm just <laughs> really excited about this job you literally <laughs> focus your mind on the day oh you know <laughs> day to day that's, that's so cool. true and well okay I've got something to admit um, I've never been on a, oh actually no I'm lying I have <laughs> been on a Viking themed TV show um, but when when I was a teenager, I used to do something really, really, really geeky, and I used to do medieval reenactment. Did you now? Yeah, it's like, oh, you're weird. Don't laugh at me, Joe. I was Joe. laughing at a joke I've written down for later. Okay, it's like How about you being, <laughs> being medieval. No, I, honestly, I used to be such a geek. I used to spend a lot, majority of my weekends going all over the country and we'd put on this show you know you go to castles or historical yeah. fairs or whatever I didn't know this existed as yes a- 
and you do like so like for example in Nottingham every year they've got the Robin Hood Festival Mm. And then hundreds and hundreds of medieval reenactors yeah, I have go. heard of these. Yeah. And I played Maid Marian in the... In the oh, well <laughs> done. <you>? Congratulations. <laughs> well done. It was the role of my career. Um, but we did... But my uh, medieval... They, they specialised in Viking up to Robin Hood. So I spent most of my teenage years running around being a fair maiden. So you're a fellow Viking. Fellow Viking. Hey. Did we a fighter? Um, I was. Yeah, yeah. I learned to use a broadsword. I wish I was. Helga was not. She's a lover, not a fighter. Oh, they don't know really you fight. I don't fight. I don't ride horseback. No. But, Missed all the fun things, but I didn't get muddy. But um, oh, that's all right. Viking women uh, were actually quite independent. If you look at women in history, yeah. as opposed to yeah, so in the yeah. last sort of thousand years or whatever, um, they had this like they could you could uh, divorce the men. Which no. was like a power to a Viking woman. She oh, could go okay. like if if a, if a, your Viking man got home and drunk and was like whatever, you could be like that's <laughs> it. I divorced you. Fuck it. My Viking man is home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they were really progressive, weren't that's they? Right. It was yeah, it was crazy. And I think they regressed a lot in different other parts of history. But Vikings, yeah, they, the women were fierce, and some of them were actual like warriors. The pagan, the, yeah, the pagan yeah. women were like, Whoa. and they had um, these huge um, ladles. It was like completely legal to beat your husband up with, with a ladle. ladle? Yeah, with a you big, get superpower. big iron ladle. Yeah, you could. So you didn't want to be late. You would not want to piss off your woman. You didn't want to be late in the littled. We should have reacted that today. We should have done the reenactment. <laughs> we should have done that. We should have. So what was your favourite part about playing your character in The Vikings? I think working with Gustav, who plays Floki, my husband, in the show. He's amazing. And uh, so it was kind of like a masterclass every day being on set. He's acted since he was about five. Mm. So his whole life has been immersed and he um so that was brilliant but also just being on the sets it's so epic in the middle of uh wickler mountains yeah, in ireland must be so cool. it was amazing and like on my wedding day i think it's probably my favorite scene that i filmed but they hadn't told us how we were going to get married and we turned up in this lake and they'd built a boat of flowers and they were like so you're just going to enter in on this i was like what? Oh, that's well, that, beautiful that's so it's great but it kind of stuffs up your real life wedding because you're like oh, <laughs> yeah. i never got the boat uh, and the flowers you're never gonna beat that it looked really pretty on tv yeah yeah that's super cool and so do you get because obviously you've, your face has been out and about because you were in the tudors as well weren't you mm-hmm I love that TV show. Anything historical with a corset and a bit of sex, I'm like, I'm in there. I'm <laughs> You've got your sword and you're ready to watch. I'm you? ready at home, just ready. Um, and then, so you've, your face has been out and about quite a lot. Do you get recognised around? Or I look really different to Helga. They they um, completely got rid of my eyebrows, and so it changes your face a lot. Why did I wouldn't they take your eyebrows say. off? That's I so think weird. they were kind of going Scandinavian. It's a everyone thing. Really blonde. <laughs> yeah, they wanted to give it a, like a look, the show to right. kind of have a different feel and to kind of make it. Dark eyebrows are in right now, so they wanted to make it completely different, I guess. Uh, but it's not a good look, and I really would never try it. <laughs> Eyebrowless. If, yeah, it's not you good. D- yeah, you'd look like a weird, like an egg, wouldn't you? Literally like an bit. egg. Yeah, one of my friends was like, "You look like an alien." I can't see if you're angry, like happy, heads. sad. Yeah, but a sexy alien. You're a sexy alien. Thanks. Fine. Thank you. Um, but so yeah, in the group when all the Vikings are together, we do get recognised, but very rarely in London do I do I get it, which is a which is a nice thing actually. Yeah, you can go incognito yeah. to wherever you want to go. I know drunken nights out. Um, good <laughs> nobody knows until someone covers your eyebrows up it's you <laughs> there you are <laughs> and what was your favourite did you have like a favourite kind of because I love hearing about behind the scenes and background to you know, oh, access yeah. all love areas stuff, like stuff. so what, what was your sort of favourite thing that happened behind the scenes um, Travis who plays the lead guy Ragnar he is like a complete joker all the time he doesn't he's always misbehaving and one day one of the other uh, actors used to drive himself to set every day and he parked his car 
and Travis just went missing for ages. No one knew where he was. And eventually, at the end of the day, we realised what he'd done. We got opened Bob's car, and about fifty chickens just jumped out. And he like filled. Yeah, his whole car was just covered in chicken poo, and he just filled this whole car. Yeah, that's, that was Travis. That's a different, no, that's a, that's a different level. Half of it. That's a different <laughs> level. <laughs> oh, you know, I just sometimes he reads someone else's lines. I'm a bit of a laugh. No, he fills a car with chicken and chicken poo. Yeah. That's a that's like a pretty medieval joke, isn't it? It's like I'm get ye chickens, <laughs> put ye chickens in ye cart. And it's also educational. <laughs> there you go. Oh, lovely. Prank me again. Thanks. Yeah. Wow. Does anything ever go wrong? Like I love it as well with like bloopers and. Yeah, for me, the thing that always goes wrong is I get the giggles. I can't, and once it, you go, and that's you really the worst can't go. Thing on and set. Giggles on set. In yeah. a death scene. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. That, yeah, somebody, one of the other actors that died, everyone was really emotional oh, no. on the day that they died, and he was supposed to be dead, and he couldn't stop crying. He was like oh, actually so weeping bad. while he was. Dead. I was like, you can't. You can do. Yeah, you can't cry while you're a corpse. It's not <laughs> not desirable. That. Um, but yeah, lots of things go wrong because it's so huge. That they in the battle sequences, there's normally like three or four hundred extras. Uh, so things are definitely going to go wrong when people are like flying around with weapons and, and stuff yeah. there was lots of injuries and people falling off horses yeah oh, medic cool. yeah <laughs> some of the extras are probably medics just ready close yeah ready to go medic slash extra mm. they're just like multifunctional on <laughs> set no now it's a viking thing <laughs> I've been no te- I have been tempted to bleach my you remember that um, don't what were you just about to say <laughs> I've been tempted to bleach my eyebrows I have because I saw that uh, dragon tattoo film the girl with the dragon tattoo. Oh, yeah. And uh, Rooney that. Mara had no eyebrows, and I was like, she's the sexiest thing ever. But then I realised that I would not look like Rooney Mara. I just, no, that's her eyebrows. No. No eyebrows. I just don't <laughs> recommend doing it. It's just not good. It's not good for the ego. So did you have, did you have to dye them back again? <laughs> yes, straight away. In fact, it, like even sometimes after the end of the day, I just say to my makeup artist, like, please just draw them on for tonight. Can't go home to the mirror. I can't do it. I just want to sleep in my own eyebrows. I don't understand when girls dye their hair, but dyeing your eyebrows, is that the same? Some people, yeah. dye, some people dye their pubes. Okay, okay. Anyway, back to the eyebrows. <laughs> they do. Do they fall off? They dye everything. No. no, and they grow really quickly. Who knew? Really? Yeah, eyebrows grow like my. Oh, like my like pubes. <laughs> I'm not talking about pubes anymore. I'm like, my pubes do grow really quickly. Yeah. Oh, TMI. TMI. Okay, well, we're going to pop to a song, and afterwards, because you're our first guest, we're going to play every week. We play a guess uh, the sort of movie soundtrack or movie theme tune or one of those. So I'm going to pop to a song. The Vikings um, isn't in it. No. Good. I'm going to be terrible at this game, but let's do it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, I'm going to go for a bit of Ice Cube. Um, uh-huh. There's a film called Save the Last Dance. Do you remember that? I From do. The, it's pr- pretty much for the first film for a lot of young uh, white girls where they really fancied a black guy because he was like yeah. the main guy in it. You were like, oh my God, it was life changing. Joe's just sitting there like, <laughs> no what idea the hell? What you about. It's a film called Save the Last Dance. It was one of the original dance movies. Okie doke. I'm doing that in quotation marks okay. there before Step Up and everyone jumped on it. But um, this is You Can Do It by Ice Cube on Back Row and Chill. Back Row and Chill with Johanna James and Noel Clark on Fubar Radio. I only noticed last week there's a really sexual intro there. Mm. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Thanks. Uh, right, so I'm going to try and I've set up a Disney villain quiz. Oh, my God. Just to make it extra hard because we've been doing this a couple of weeks now and I am sort of running out of like theme tunes for some movies. So I'm moving into different genres. <laughs> the extras that appeared in Aladdin within the first 30 minutes. <laughs> it's getting a bit, it's getting a bit, it's getting harder and harder. But it means that the prize of winning life is more strong. I'm scared. It's okay. So how the rules are is each of you will make up a buzzer, Mm -hmm. whatever buzzer you want to be. Um, And I'm going to play, I think it's about 10 seconds of a clip of a voice or a song of a Disney villain. And if you think you can guess what it is or where it's from, 
just like shout out your buzzer and I okay. will um, well, I've got what pen- movie it's from is that what the we yes just have, okay. so what movie it's from and you get like an extra point if you can actually name the villain oh this is I just <laughs> tension okay let's just give it a go um, I'm relying entirely can on like, say our buzzers so yeah what's your buzzers going to be um, Tetlis okay um, I'm going to go Geezer because I'm an East Londoner okay Maud's Geezer. going for Geezer Tetlis. you're going for Tetley. okay here we go it's the Disney villain quiz and uh, here we go I'm just not good at Disney well hello there do we buzz in now yeah Tetlis Tetlis yep Toy Story it no. is wow that's probably the only one I would have known and oh, what, what would you remember what the villain was called <gasps> Hello there. Oh, it's um, it's the bear. Oh, the bear is called. Oh no, <laughs> the bear is called. It's either hug, hug, hugs a lot. It's hugs, smelly strawberries, man. It's. Oh, I'm going to give you that because it was lots of love, lots of bear, lots, lots oh, of love. Okay, thank you. I love you, Maud. <laughs> that's all right. You get two points that, there. I, I can swear on this. I was like, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, I'm so rude about it. Well done. Okay, number two. That's Welcome to Sunnyside. Oh, 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 oh,
As air, Elsa was preferable, of course. Kill <gasps> is yep. frozen. It is frozen. So well done, Joe. Small John, I've got the villain because I only know it because I heard the word Elsa. I don't know who this villain is. <laughs> I've never seen Frozen. Have you not? Truly, I'm a bit overrated. I'm not gonna lie. You know, I was right to idolize you. I, I, I always knew you were tough, but tricking the probe by hiding under the bones of another super? Oh man, I'm still geeking out about it. Is this the next one? Is this a new, the same one? Yeah, oh, just go and. A super a ride. I mean, Mr. Incredible. Oh, my. Yeah. Incredibles. Yeah. Well, I'll give you both a point for that. I'm just being generous. He was the villain. It's Friday. Okay. Come on, I'll give you that. Here we go. Puppies. Giza. Yeah. 101 Dimensions. Yes, Lord. Coming up with the lead. I think there's something wrong with my buzzer. Go on. No, it's not the Can you name who she is? No spots at all. Yes. Cruella Fisher Villa. Cruella de Vil. Yes. Yes. Extra point for me. Cruella de Vil. I've got accent problems. Just let me know the instant the fates arrive. Oh, they're here. The fates are here. The what? The fates. Memo to me. Maim you after my meeting. Does anyone know? Anyone guess it's Snow White? The fates. The fates. It's sort of mythological... Greek. I don't know. Hercules! Um, oh. It's Hades from Hercules. Hercules. I should have known that because people get me confused. That's alright. Do you want to do one more? Should we do one more? Go on then. Okay. Do one more for a million points. <laughs> it's a million pounds. A million okay. pounds, yeah. Okay, right, let's see. So sorry we'll wait I'm for Hades not. to go. Okay. And that'll be the last one. There's a lot of riding on this. It is. Life's not fair, is it? You see, I, well, I shall never be king. Who's <laughs> this? Geezer, yeah, the Lion King. Yes, it is. What, what's the baddie name called? Scar. Scar. Yeah, you. Simba. Ooh, it's not Simba, Simba. is it? You win. Scar. <laughs> it is. It's Simba's the main guy. Um, I don't know. Okay, so that means for you, you win a million points, Maud. You are the winner of this week's Disney villain challenge. I'm super proud. Thank you. Yes, and um, Joe, never mind. You've got another chance later on in the show. I'm not watching the Vikings anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be bitter. That's amazing. Right. Um, thank you so much for coming on, Maud. My and pleasure. Well, the, the the end of season four, the next half of season four is starting. It started yesterday. Oh, it's already started. Yeah, isn't it? it started this yesterday. Week. Yeah, and, and it's going to be one on, on one a week. And it's on the. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime in the UK. Yeah, and History Channel. And the History as Channel. Well. Yep. So you can probably find it online. Yeah. Everything's online. Everything's always online. That's that's super, super cool. And have you got anything else coming up? I've just done a short film called The Knock, which is doing all the short circuits right now, which is cool. Mm. And uh, there's a project that starts next year, but I'm not allowed to say. Oh, you're buttoned uh, on it. Oh, but you're busy, busy. Which yeah. is good. Excited. Yes. They haven't got the fear. Not yet. Not, Not the act yet. of fear. The act of fear. Year. Always we, have the act of fear. We should make a, a sketch about the act, the act of fear. I, I went to uni for three years. So I didn't have three years of act of fear. I know. And then you get out and you get it all at once. Yeah, scary. Scary stuff. All in one week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me tell you, sister. Let me tell mm-hmm. you. Right, we're going to pop to another song. Um, and then we're going to... Oh, because oh, it's nearly five o'clock. Bloody Where is the time, time going? Flies. It's Friday night. Right, do you want another Christmassy one? Go on then. Because um, one of my favourite Christmas films ever is Elf. Yes, yeah, Santa! I love it. I so, like it. Santa! So, this is Baby It's Cold Outside. Baby It's Cold. By Zoe Deschanel. And is this the, the one where they're singing in the shower? It is the singing in the shower Thank Elf you. song. Let's all sing along together. And, get in the sh- and, and sing along in together. In the shower. Yeah. Let's do it. Thank you.
But baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been so very nice. Just like us. My mother will start to worry. Beautiful, what's your hurry? And father will be pacing the floor. Listen to that fireplace roll. So really, I'd better Beautiful, scurry. please don't hurry. Well, maybe just a half a drink more. Put some records on while I pour. The neighbors might think. Baby, it's bad out there. Say. What's in this no dream? Out there. I wish I knew like to now. break the spell. I'll take your hat, your hair looks well. I ought to say no, no, Mind no, if sir. I move in closer? At least I'm gonna say that I tried. What's the sense of hurting my pride? I really can't stay. Baby, don't hold out, ah, but it's cold outside. I simply must go. But baby, it's cold outside. The answer is Baby, no. It's cold outside. This welcome has been that you so nice and warm. Look out the window at that storm. My sister will be suspicious. Gosh, your lips look delicious. My brother will be there at the door. Waves upon tropical shore. My maiden aunt's mind is vicious. Oh, your lips look delicious. Well, maybe just a cigarette. Never such a blizzard before. I've got to get home. Baby, you freeze out there. Say, lend me your coat. It's up to your knees out there. You've really been great. I'll when you touch my hair. Don't you see? How can you do this thing to me? There's bound to be talk. Tomorrow. Think of my lifelong sound. At least there will be plenty in fly. If you caught pneumonia and I, I really can't stay. Get rid of that holdout. How about it's cold James on Fubar Radio. <laughs> right, this is Back Row and Chill. It's Friday. It's Johanna James Welcome. and Joe Tasker. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I hope you're having a brilliant Friday and a better tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> We need you know, sleep. you need sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, that's me. Yeah, that's. I've, I had too much sleep. I had a really that's good sleep last night, yeah. and I've had too much sleep now, and now I'm feeling weird. You just can't get the balance, can you? I just, it's either not enough or way too much. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we've had a tweet in from mm-hmm. um, yep. Tube Tube. 
Jubejube. Saying he's listening. I'm going to shout out. Hello, my Jubran. If anyone doesn't know, he's also my boyfriend. Hi. Hey, Jubey. And he's never listened to the show before. So. <laughs> ah, um. <laughs> <laughs> it's awkward, isn't it? Thanks for listening, Jubes. Thanks for listening. Right, so now we are doing, as part of the show, we are doing what is coming up and what is coming out in the world of film and entertainment to give you guys a heads up on what you maybe should be seeing. <laughs> Right, okay. Let it show. Let it show. So, movies that are coming up that are quite cool. Mm -hmm. Um, So, in the long term, long, long, long haul... Mm Did you know that there's a live-action Pokemon movie in the no, works? What? Live-action Pokemon movie. A live-action as in there's live-action and it's a Pokemon movie. You know, like how they what did, do you mean? You know how they did The Jungle Book this year? Yeah. And they did it like as in real people? If I've watched it, yeah. Okay. Well, they're doing that with a lot. It's like the trend now to make old animation movies and then redo them with real live action, so real people. So they're doing it with Pokemon, so they're turning cartoon into real. So there's someone they're going to cast like a real. Someone to look like Pikachu, and then someone to look like that little fat one that's got an eggshell around it. Well, I think they're going to do CGI Pokemon, but ah. Ash and everyone's going to be like a real person. That's mad. Um, and they're also doing the Lion King in. That, yeah, I've heard of that. In yep. real people, which is cool. Yeah. I, some I don't know what that was. I, I think just, that was my delivery. I had some banging. <laughs> it's my tea. Pizza? <laughs> my what? Mom, my mum comes down from Leeds, pizza's ready. Pizza That's mad, tea. so Pokemon and it's, that's awesome. Yeah, then they're like they've got directors attached to it, production it's all getting green lighted, so so far so good on Green light. On that. Um there's a lot of movies coming out around because Christmas and New Year, Boxing Day, mm. it is like cinema. It's movie gold. Madness, it's movie isn't it? time, yeah. isn't it? So I was looking at what's coming up, what's coming out, what do I want to see? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a new film called Sing. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Is that the cartoon? Yeah. yeah. With the little pig and the I didn't the go gorilla. to the screening, but yeah, that looks awesome. Oh, my God. Well, here's the trailer. I thought I'd play the trailer oh, for you guys. Um, because it looks it looks really funny. It's about these, it's kind of like an X Factor yeah, style that's it. Yeah. thing. And oh. it's got um, oh, the guy from Eddie the Eagle, um, the hot one. Taron Egerton. Edgerton. Don't know how to say it. <laughs> it Edgerton Egerton. <laughs> the fit one. He's in it. He plays the main gorilla. <laughs> Okay, I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) Who plays the main gorilla? Gorilla. So here's the trailer for things. My theater's been going through some pretty rough times lately. So what do I do? Quit? No. Just think, your neighbor, the the, the grocery store manager, that that chicken right there. Ah! Everyone in the city gets a shot at being a star on my stage. Wow. This show is not going to save your theater. Maybe it's time to just move on. Come on, you know how much this means to us. You can't just sing it. You've got to show the fire and desire. The fire went out a long time ago. You are not going to believe what I did today. I am lost. I am vain. Dad, I just don't want to be in your game. I want to be a singer. How did I end up with a son like you? Get you out. Dad, wait. I'll get the money. I promise. I could really use some extra piano lessons. Yes, that was very bad. Don't let fear stop you from doing the thing you love. You know what's great about hitting rock bottom? There's only one way left to go, and that's... Sing. It's very true. There's only one way up when you hit rock bottom. That is it. That That just looks so jokes. I love cartoons, and I love how funny they are. And I was just saying to you, you haven't seen Storks yet. No, I really want to. That is one of the funniest cartoons I've ever seen. Of this year. I missed it this year, and I, it's, it's on my like to-do list to review Storks. Love it. I You're love just, an animation. I it's love so an animation. good. Just look out for the pigeon that's like, Sabra, what's happening, brah? <laughs> that is the funniest cartoon ever. 
honestly. Well, Sing is, yeah, so I'm going to be heading out and seeing Sing. There's also two other uh, films. One's festive, one's not. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, what's he called? Um, Brian Cranston. Brian main, Cranston. Main guy from Breaking Bad. Yes. Who's been slightly off the radar since yes. Breaking Bad. Malcolm been in the Middle Hero, yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, he plays, this is his new film, it's called Why Him? It's with James Franco. Okay. And it's basically about this this uh, overprotective dad of his daughter. Do- the daughter introduces her boyfriend and played by James Franco who plays this like okay. absolutely mental social media zillionaire um, and it looks it's like a comedy I think yeah. it's because I like he's an amazing actor Brian Cranston yeah he's amazing and I imagine that him doing comedy well he did comedy with Malcolm in the Middle that's yeah, where he originated he's funny. from he's very funny he's a funny Just bloke Breaking Bad was like so random fine but it's it, so good but so good, <laughs> so good. Yeah. so I wonder if they're going to do a little homage to Breaking I would love it if they did <gasps> a, little, a little bit in it oh, that's a little cool. nod I love a good comedy but this is called Why Him um, and yeah James Franco and Brian Cranston and this is the trailer for that as your little girl grows up it seems like no guy will ever be good enough for her i'm very excited for you to meet my boyfriend oh my god get up here please 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 family baby fuck yeah this is the first serious boyfriend yeah. i remember being that age don't you just always ready he's just literally has no filter i'm so fucking psyched that you're out here for the holidays this is a 15 year old child oh, shit you don't say father? Heck yeah, I cuss. You do. What's your favorite cuss word? Titties. Don't say titties. Classic. Ed, on Christmas Day, I'm going to ask Steffi to marry me. And I'd like your blessing. Uh, the answer is no. Why don't you give me a few days to win you over? By Christmas morning, you're going to be calling me son. I'm going to be calling you dad. Don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to, dad. Don't. What, dad? Stop that. All right. You are not the guy we want our daughter married. You want to play with me? You are going down. You really hurt my feelings. I bought your company. Game over. I think you might be insane. I am. Insanely in love with your daughter. Crazy. That sounds mad. That sounds mental. I do love... You know what? You know what, Joe? What? I do love a good comedy. Don't get me wrong. I do, and that sounds funny. That sounds And plus, really we funny. know his brother. He's our buddy, isn't he? It's Dave Franco. Dave, we've met Dave Franco. Yeah, he's our buddy. We met him earlier this year, but I called him James Franco. Ah. Which is awkward, isn't that's it? That's a bit of a problem. I yeah. also tried to get him to kiss me, and he turned me down. Yeah, well, I didn't do that, but he just doesn't so text me back. That was yeah. just really awkward, really. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I didn't know. Uh... In the life of Joe, really, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, got Dave Franco. Tried to kiss me, but I called him his brother's name, and he's married. I, I got rejected by James Franco. Mm. Highlight of 2016. <laughs> his name's Dave. <laughs> oh, did it again? Damn it! <laughs> His name is Dave. <laughs> Damn it. Oh. Uh, so that was a film called Why Him? It looks mm. funny. I like that. It's like, do you cuss? Yeah, titties. <laughs> <laughs> Boob. What's your favourite cuss word? Um, oh, I keep forgetting about this radio station. It's mad. Um, I don't know if i got a favourite one, you know. Some sound some sound funny with my accent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't I know. I quite like saying... Um, Instead of uh, motherfucker saying mother Hubbard, oh mate, that I like that one. I used to start saying barnacles, <laughs> barnacles, <laughs> barnacles. But yeah, not as not as cussy. I think I'm going to use titties now. That's going to be my new one. <laughs> oh, oh, titties. Um, if you're listening from my Twitter feed, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know this is what happens. Sorry, sorry, Joseph. That's why I'm going to stick with barnacles. For barnacles, now. and I'm still going to stay with titties. <laughs> um, sorry, mum. <laughs> Uh, what is your favourite swear word? Let us know. Like you can tweet us at Fubar Radio or email in chill at fubarradio.com. Mm, nipples. And uh, we, what's your favourite cuss word? Um, and we'll, we'll shout you out. 
Right, okay, we're nearly coming up to our next guest. Um, we've got in the studio, well, not in the studio, actually. Who have we got, Joe? We are going to be talking to uh, the, the writers of a new film called I Am Not a Serial, a serial killer, killer, which is like a dark, dark comedy slash. It's like a kind of all round weird new well, that's genre. That's good, weird is film. good. That's good, weird is good. Are they on the line? They're on the line. Brilliant. Okay, we're going to try. We're always at the mercy of like technology at the moment. I'm like, is it going to work? Are, <laughs> Are they, they going to the get line? cut off? Are they here uh, with us or not? So we'll just we'll just see in a moment. But it's got some pretty cool cast members actually. It's got Christopher Lloyd who yes. plays the duck in Back to the Future. I thought you said duck. <laughs> he plays the duck. That famous duck. <laughs> Marty, it's your kids, Marty. Uh, hello. Are you with us? Hello, hiya, Hello. can you hear me? Oh, we yeah. can, we can indeed. Welcome to the show, thank Hi. you so much. <laughs> How's it going? For your time. So is this Christopher and Billy? Yeah, this is Billy here, hiya. Oh, hi Billy, hi, hi. Um, so we were just trying to explain to the audience about what uh, I Am Not A Serial Killer is about, the movie. Um, I'm sure you will do it way better. Um, well, I would have put a duck in it if you'd said it earlier. Oh, That's yes. a great idea. <laughs> that is the 100 billet dollar idea, that is. <laughs> Pop a duck in it. There's a duck. <laughs> Next film, next movie. <laughs> Absolutely. I am a serial killer. <laughs> so how did it come... So you wrote... Did you write the concept and... and, and, and no, it comes from a book, actually, an American book oh, okay. uh, of the same name. So Chris and me adapted it and then I directed it. So, yeah. Cool. But, uh, it, was, it was good fun. Oh, amazing. And yeah. how, how did it sort of... Because I always find it fascinating, like, the, the story behind how a movie gets made because it is never as easy as, you know, oh, let's just make a movie. Yeah, uh, I'll see you in a few moments. There it is on the screen. Yeah, it's always such a... <laughs> A fight, it is, yeah, it's a testament. Oh yeah, there's tons of fights. I, I mean, it it seemed pretty easy at first because the book was amazing, and it, you know, Chris and me had great fun adapting it. Mm-hmm. And then it took another six years to get financed. So oh, it's the God. usual independent film That's story. Quite you know, a long which, time. Yeah, which wasn't a lot of but fun. Worth but it now? Worth it a bit? Yeah, you know, looking back at it, definitely. I mean, God, if the film had turned out to be rubbish, then no, it wouldn't have been worth <laughs> well, it. Yeah, that's the risk, you know. But yeah, no, no, we're really happy with it. And it was a great adventure. Like, we shot it in Minnesota, and, like, the temperature was, like, minus 20 the whole time. So that was really cool. Oh, you know, that'd be fun. That. Yeah. Frostbite. Nice. <laughs> well, it was nice not shooting in the rain for once, you know. Doing, like, doing a film in America is just something different about it, and, and that was just, yeah, yeah. that was brilliant. And, well, there is a, there's a big buzz going on about this film, because it's already, it was in the BFI Festival, that's right. Yeah, 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 which is good fun as that. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, South by Southwest, Southwest Film Festival. Um, so, and when does it? When are we able to see it? Right, it's coming out uh, in, as I say, selected cinemas next Friday. Okay. Uh, the ninth, I think, if my dates are right. Um, yep. So in in the UK and in Ireland. Uh, so I know it's on. Like they're still confirming the date or the the cinemas, but it's definitely on in the Picture House Central in London. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's a, there's a few around Ireland as well, and we should be finding out more, I think, on Monday. So, so it's not a massive release. We've got there's a little film opening a few days later, something rogue, something or other. I don't know, it's a tiny oh, film, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rogue Some kidney one. film, little rogue yeah. one maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's going to take up most of cinemas, I think. But yeah, no, it's, we're delighted, and it's getting great reviews and everything. So it's really good. So, yeah. um, like story theme wise, just to give a little people a little bit of an insight, it's about a 17 year old boy uh, mm-hmm. who. He he's a bit obsessed. He's got a bit of a morbid curiosity about serial killers. Yeah, and yeah. he sort of discovers—is it by accident? He discovers potentially a real serial killer. Well, you see, his mum runs the town mortuary, so he's always embalming bodies with his mum and his aunt, <sighs> which is not the most healthy Lovely thing for him to do. <laughs> um, and and then he realizes from the when the murder victims are, are delivered by the coroner uh, into the, the thing, he's the first person to spot that this could be a serial killer at work. So he's kind of like a. Mm-hmm. A teenage Detective. Sherlock Holmes who yeah. investigates it, you know. Um, 
Oh. Yeah, the other thing about him, though, is that he's clinically diagnosed as a sociopath. So he's afraid yeah. of becoming a serial killer one day himself anyway. Oh. And then this happens, which is both the most interesting thing that could happen to him and also one of the worst things because he finds it so uh, in, engaging and enthralling. Yeah, I mean, I, I love psychology and... It's amazing. Anything to do with sort of what, why our brains work a certain way or yeah. don't work a certain way. I love way. the whole concept of the just why we dream. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why, like, what's going on in their heads? I don't understand. That's true. That's very true, yeah, yeah. So this is... A, and, and, and the cast-wise, you guys really, like, landed on your feet with the cast for this. It's got Max Records. He was the... Was he the boy from Where the Wild Things Are? That's him. He was Max in Where the Wild Things Are, yeah. Yeah, um, Yeah, no, he, he's... Like, it, it, the film is on his shoulders because he's in every scene. Um, and, you know, it was a real stamina job as much mm. as anything, but he's just brilliant in it, absolutely brilliant. Amazing. He's kind of all grown up now, you know, as a 17-year-old. Um, and then, of course, you mentioned the duck earlier on. The yeah. duck. Yeah. Duck Brown. <laughs> duck Brown. Uh, he, he was great. And it's kind of him playing against type as well because he's. it's a very quiet uh, performance. It's not the kind of more cartoony, mm. like from Adam's family, you know, that we would which, which are brilliant. But he, it, this is a really interesting side of Christopher Lloyd. He's yeah. really very different in this, you know. Oh, that's cool. Is, I like cool. a bit of variety. I'm a huge fan of Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, yeah, love him, love him. And he's a lovely man as well. He was, he was like, you know, we we had him out in like it's a low budget film. We had him out in the snow in the middle of the night and everything, and you know, awful conditions. And he was he didn't complain once. He was what a such true a perfect gentleman. Yeah, that's absolutely good a real pro. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, I love hearing that, especially when big stars like um, I hear that like Tom Hanks and people are like that are just so, so down genuine, to earth. So genuine, yeah, I love I, that. I, I love the, the story. So, oh, I like him yeah. even more now. <laughs> um, and so, sort of, were you around? Were you guys around for a lot of the production? Then, so you were sort of hands on. Yeah, well, well, I directed, and then Chris came out to, to be on the shoot as well. So we gave Chris loads of jobs to do, which was brilliant. We were a tiny crew. Um, yeah, I mean, Chris, you can talk about it a bit. You, you arrived in the middle of us, really. Yeah, I came out for the last two weeks or so, um, and by then the guys had uh, really been at it for a while. Uh, I didn't get to meet Chris Floyd on set because he was only, you know, they got his stuff out of the way first. Oh, okay. Um, but I met him, you know, at, a, Post, at the yeah. screenings and things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it was great experience going out on, on the shoot because it was just so scrappy. Everyone was just really pitching in and just giving it their all and helping to make that this this thing come to life after you know six almost seven years now it's a long, so um long time it was my first time on set you know it was it was cold it was hard but it was so rewarding nice, seeing yeah. these things come to life sounds um, like a good vibe on set as well that's all it helps. it was yeah and um did anything um sort of not go to plan it's always my favorite thing to ask behind the scenes was there anything um any oh Everything didn't go to plan, but like oh, there, was, there, was, there was funny bits. We, we, we were mostly shooting up near the Canadian border in a small mining town, and then we had to do five days down in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. And we'd forgotten, we had kind of the freedom of the town up there, the town mayor, everybody, you know, if, if we wanted to shut off roads, the, the, they, the mayor got the police out first. Mm-hmm. Then down in Minneapolis, you're back in a big city. And we went, it started snowing on one day, one of our, off, our day off, so we went out shooting without permits or anything just because you know we had Max who stayed in the houses and we all just jumped in the van and went out and we got pulled over by the police and asked if we'd permits and everything and <sighs> it was a really dicey moment because we didn't have anything Absolutely. and in the end I kind of talked around saying look we're only doing some tests 
for a film that's going to be happening later and all this. we all got back in the van and we're all just driving off and everybody's really nervous in the van when the same cop car one of those big SUVs pulls up behind us again flashes the lights oh. pulls up and we're like what is it what is it we're all doomed we're all doomed and we roll down the windows and he goes turn on your lights will you because oh <laughs> it was night time and we didn't so that was really scary but it was good fun yeah. everyone's like thank you officer and breathe yeah, out yeah. Oh, we'll go on our way <laughs> nothing to see here yeah well that's it I mean especially for like independent movies or I mean I've been part of many a production where the right permits haven't been come through yeah. or whatever so we've all had to sort of just yeah. guerrilla shoot especially around central London and if yeah. anyone questions what we're doing play along with everyone just well, runs in different directions exactly but you see the problem here is we're all like, English and Irish in a like not even just in another country but like in the <laughs> middle of another country you know in the middle of Trump land basically and you know it's all like oh god because we'd forgotten in our little town where we were shooting the locals were brilliant you know if we wanted like one of the big pickup trucks to have for a ca- camera platform or anything we just go to Flamers the local bar and ask you know can we, can we have your, your van he'd chuck us the keys and off we'd go you know they were really helpful oh, wow. but if you get in a big city it's always a bit different yeah city life versus country country life um, yeah and mm. so the film because um, obviously it's got very dark themes but um, is it is it's quite darkly funny yes that's what attracted us to the book. It has a kind of uh, a black humour about it. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, especially set in the snow in the Midwest, it just brought the Cone brothers to mind, you know, uh, their, their yeah. sort of sensibility. And I think both, like Chris, you can say it as well, obviously, but I think we both just, I love the idea of, of scares and laughter and, you know, something dark but, but funny, so it's not just grim. You know, yeah. that, that's what's the attraction, something, I think. Yeah. Something super dark and depressing. Uh, yeah, I, I like the idea of, I was like, I think everyone has got a morbid curiosity themselves. I think everyone does love a murder mystery mm. um, and sort of a who do- I love a whodunit or, mm. or that kind of thing are you one of those people that when you watch a film with them you'll tell them who did it at the beginning and it turns out that you're right Every uh, time. I might have been, yeah. Oh, I yeah, think it's that person so. there. Yeah, and it always is. Yeah. Told you. I told yeah, you. My, wife, my wife and her late mum were terrible for that. You'd be watching something on TV and they both kind of go, mm-hmm, yeah. like this. And you'd be like, uh, well, what are you them. saying? What's that noise? And you're like, oh, well, you know who did it. It's that guy there, obviously. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? You know? <laughs> yeah, I saw him from the start. <laughs> and so what's on the cards for you two next? Uh, after the? I mean, obviously this has been a, a success. Have you got anything else up your sleeve or in the pipeline? Uh, well, for me, it's just writing the next one. Hopefully, I'm, I'm because that took so long to get made. I'm just mm. writing three different projects at the moment, sort of hedging my bets here a bit because I can't. I've got kids. I can't be like gallivanting off, as my wife calls it, my expensive hobby. <laughs> so I, I, uh, I'm trying to write something and hopefully make a living. You know. Yeah. But, uh, Chris. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and same for me. Um, and we've got the the UK release coming up next week. So. After that's finished, it, it is kind of the end of it for the release and everything. So True. mentally, yeah. if you like, can move on to new new projects and if, get new things off the ground. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is, it is kind of it, it's filmmaking is such an amazing, exhausting process, and then you do kind of you you make this a dream, and then you achieve it, and then it does end, and then you're like, that's and it. then we start again. Yeah. Next one. Yeah. <laughs> do the sequel. Yeah. I don't want it to take seven years. For the next yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, maybe you could do it again if you could do it again in yeah, shorter time periods, yeah. and then you can I, yeah. Whip, yeah. Whip, whip it the way, a friend of mine used, used to always put it back in the old like blockbuster you know video shop days which is you do all yeah. this work and make a film and then on a Sunday afternoon somebody with a hangover wanders in puts their hand up for your film and then goes no I'll go for that one and that's what it all ends <laughs> up <laughs> <laughs> that's it oh, but no I'm so excited to see this I, I went to see a couple of things at the BFI um, and I saw the kind of showcase on what was on and I'm a serial killer actually stood out to me just my personal preference of film so oh, thank you, thank um, you. I'm really excited thank, so, thank you so much for your time you, yeah. and um, we're, we're oh, really chuffed because um, um, there's 150 posters going up in the tube. I think they're just up today, and Ooh. that's the first time in, in either of our careers that that's ever happened. So Ooh, 
that's We've exciting. got real, actual physical posters up around London, which is brilliant. You know, posters. that's so exciting. I love a good post. Posters and trailers. I get so excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love a good tube poster because you just see them everywhere. You and do. It sticks exactly. In your yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's what I'm thrilled about. Like, I'm going to get the camera out now and get some photographs. You know, <laughs> get some like, selfies next to yeah. the poster. <laughs> Amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, All right. Thanks so much, guys. Cheers, thanks, thanks for coming thanks, on. Thanks, guys. Thanks very that's much. Brilliant. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Take Bye. Care. Bye. Bye. I hope there's a sequel called Maybe I'm a Serial Killer. And then, and then an after. All right, I am all a right, killer. I definitely am a serial killer. I was a serial killer. The you could go on forever. You, you, could like just, you could have like ultimate, there's a series and series and series. That's brilliant. I'd watch them all. That sounds so exciting though. I, that's actually... Really, Do you know what I mean? I, honestly, yeah. I read up. So that, guys, check out that. I think the trailer is online. So go on to Google, go on to YouTube. Find a way. Find a way, guys, of looking at I am not a serial I'm killer. not a serial killer. Because it looks, looks tray funny. Tray, tray funny. Right. Back to a little bit of music, a little, yeah. bit, little bit of muse kit, as I wouldn't, I couldn't say that when I was little, so I called it muse kit. Okay, you you had a lot of things when you were younger, didn't I was you? Ever so the troubled. Fashion, <laughs> speech, for My, instance. <laughs> I couldn't dress myself. I couldn't speak. It was it was not a good time. Not What's good time. this song going to be? This song is from. It's by Jack White and Alicia Keys, and it was from James Bond. Live and let die. Nearly, it's it's. Another way to die. Cold free. Oh, okay. It's another way to die. Down, down. Uh, but we're gonna get a little bit rocky now because I think this is a little bit, this is a little bit sexy. So Ooh. let's uh, right, let's okay. get into it. Well, it is back row and chill. We've got to give people ah. a little opportunity to get down with their lovers. Oh, okay. Or whatever. That's, we're, okay, yeah. We're gonna be going to our next guest. <laughs> I got you. That's why I'm here. <laughs> back row and chill with Johanna James on Fubar Radio. One of the sexiest Jane Bond. It is quite sexy. I think I might not have recognised it, possibly because every time that comes on at the intro, I'm running to the toilet. Okay. Because that's the time when you have to go, you know, the 20 minute long credits at the beginning. Oh, okay. Oh, at the beginning of the, the movie. The traditional James Bond thing, You're yeah. Going to get your popcorn. I love the beginning of. You can't miss the beginning of a James I know, Bond I'm sorry. film. I'm terrible. I'm sorry. Everyone sits down for the opening of a James Bond. Right. We've got our third guest in the studio. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. We're joined by Dion Walker and George Aponsa. Did I say that right? Yay! Um, who were the writers and directors of a brand new documentary called The Hard Stop. So, welcome. The makers, So, one director, I'm the producer. You, oh, I thought you wrote it, sorry. <laughs> oh, we've been, been got my... Uh, <laughs> You've been pranked. I've been pr- <laughs> pranked. Worst, prank, <laughs> worst prank ever. <laughs> prank! Oh, so you produced and directed. Okay. Um, and could we let sort of our audience and listeners know a little bit about what it's about? Because obviously you guys are going to know you're gonna sell it way better than. Uh, okay, well, um, yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's about um, the man who was killed in 2011 by police, which sparked the UK riots, mm-hmm. which, as we know, started in London, uh, North London, Tottenham, Mark Duggan. spread across London and um, other cities of the UK, and, and that man was, uh, as, as you said correctly, his name was Mark Duggan, and our film follows two of his childhood friends um, oh. following. Uh, uh, Mark's death um, and uh, following their lives, you know, as they deal with bereavement, Mm. imprisonment, um, unemployment, and you know, just the whole fallout uh, from those events that affected so many people in 2011. Yeah, that was crazy times. That was one of the only times I've ever felt actually scared in London as a Londoner living here. That night, it had like a very frantic. Um, I was I was very scared, and for the first time, because normally I felt like we have a system in place, like police and army and things like that. To and I felt not on their side, and it, I felt like the police weren't on the protecting. Yeah. And I just felt very vulnerable. How close were you? 
Um, in- well, very close. So I was at the time working on a on an old Clark film, and we were filming in West London. And I drove home through Peckham. Um, through Lewisham I lived in Lewisham mm. so it was going on everywhere like I went outside my house down to Catford and it was there was people That's looting mad. smashing things there was riot police mad. vans but the police weren't doing anything so I just felt like if someone if something kicked off yeah. the police weren't then going to step in and it was all kind of every man for itself energy of that night it was very very terrifying um, so what inspired you to like fully produce this and and, and well um in fact, when the riots kicked off, we were in Copenhagen okay. at a Prince concert. Oh. And, um, and I think, so we arrived in London um, like two days late, the third day, because mm. riots went on for over four days. And, um, and, we, and it was all over the news, and we thought, well, you know, instead of watching it via the news, we should really just go out and see what was happening. And, um, and I think... I think it started there in a sense. We felt it was quite important to have a look at where this was coming from mm. in terms of why why this is happening now. Yeah, I mean, you know, we just, I think it was, as Londoners, you know, we, we uh, wanted to really find out something about um, the, the man himself, the humanity, mm. and, uh, you know, the life that was lost because following the riots I think that kind of got lost a little bit in the mix and if you remember in the media there was a lot of you know about all the damage that had been done to property and about various people who maybe ran into Foot Locker or somewhere to you know grab a, a pair of yeah. free trainers and it's, uh, it's somewhat detracted from um, you know what actually the happened. The loss of life. Yeah, yeah. The loss of life and the, and the man himself and, and, and this community in Tottenham who have a history of these incidents um, involving uh, you know, deaths in police custody or following police contact, which actually goes back to uh, 1985 and the original Broadwater Farm riot, all of which is uh, chronicled um, mm. in our film, The Hard Stop. Mm. And I, I think it's very interesting that you guys sort of start the film onwards from, from where, yeah, where the media stopped, basically, because they were mainly concentrated on the riots. And yeah. um, as I was saying to Joe earlier, that I uh, I was in Channel 4, made a docudrama about the events of that night. Um, but, yeah, entirely focused on the rioting and the looting and, and, and whatnot. And that was, like, the first, second TV movie that, that I was in. But it was more the story of how the rioting affected people rather than the actual... Thing that sparked the, the riot, and I remember as well seeing um, in the media the, the the photo that they used for Mark. They cropped they cropped it, and I remember seeing on the did you did you see this? I think I know what you mean. Yeah. So they cropped cro- they cropped a photo, um, and they they sort of sold it in when actually if you if you move the photo, yeah, uh, the uncropped version of the photo, uh, he was next to a, was it a grave? Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Um, yeah. you know you, they cropped the photo, and it was um, the image of Mark that went out in many. Uh, you know, uh, media, um, you know, images following uh, the riots. It was his main photo, And it seemed it? to portray this look of, you know, a scowling sort of gangster-type figure. Kind of roadman type. In yeah. fact, when you see the whole uncropped picture, photo. it's actually, um, he's actually holding um, a placard and um, it's um, in commemoration of his child, his, his daughter who died, uh, yeah. I think age one. 
and it says, you know, uh, you know, to my daughter with love. And he's actually at a gravesite. So of course, and he's the image solemn. you're looking at is yeah. of a man in bereavement. Yeah, and, of course. Yeah, and they've just cropped that to make him look well. They it's made quite in the media like that. Then you just and what it, you make of it. That was one of the first times that I ever totally saw how much that the media can spin something yeah. or or literally just cropping a photo the different the context of it is so different and I, it massively changed my mind so I was very thankful to whoever it was that put the uncropped yeah, photo absolutely. around the internet so Definitely. I think this this documentary is going to be hugely eye-opening for people who may not know the whole story or this is the uncropped version it's of, the uncropped story but very much sort of you know told through the um, story of his childhood friends who are very much a reflection of him who grew up with him and who, you know, as far as they were concerned, you know, they, mm. they were part of an extended family together. And was it hard to to put together, um, or like, were Mark's friends? Did they really want to be part of it, or was it quite hard to trap them down? What was that story? You know, they really wanted to be part of it. But when we first began filming with them, obviously, they had every reason to be somewhat distrustful of the media for yeah, the reasons we've just been discussing. Yeah. You know, because um, uh, you know, just the degree to which. Mark was being misrepresented in the media mm, mm-hmm. to the degree to which he was misrepresented from the very outset. Because if you remember, the first media report was that there was a shootout, that there was an actual, actual exchange of gunfire on the ferry road, which is actually ridiculous. Yeah. And two days later, that was retracted. He never had a gun. There was not, the, you know, and in fact, what transpired is one police officer had accidentally shot another police officer who, um, but fortunately, was was saved by his own police radio. Mm. So I think that might have been part of the confusion. But the point was that the media said that Mark had opened fire on the police. And of course, even though you retract that two days later, it's already gone out as a story and sort of lodged in yeah. people's yeah. minds. You it's not like everyone that read that story is going to see, see the retraction. It's going to receive the retraction, yeah. Yeah, but just to point out, the media, that was the information they received. So it didn't start with the media yeah they didn't invent that yeah Yeah. exactly it was received i think through the police uh ipcc so in defense of the media a bit Mm. (laughs) yeah let's be let's be fair (laughs) enough not every person in the media is going to crop everything and yeah like there are some very honest journalism like fubar radio is very very (laughs) they're good but um so where is this um the documentary is it going to be where is it platform where can people access this and see it right so it's actually came out on Netflix today oh okay and so yeah I mean you know well that's so, good we're we'll talking about Netflix yeah, and yeah. yeah and so and also we must mention we've been um, nominated for best documentary Biffa awards and, and even standards oh exciting and so um yeah, Big I mean titles, that, that's yeah. quite that's quite something. I mean, I think it means that hopefully we'll get the message out to a wider public because mm-hmm. it's not being shown on terrestrial television. So this idea, let's hope it being on um, uh, Netflix in the UK will get the message out. That's a strong platform, mm-hmm. and also I think that this whole subject it can translate um, to our sort of our our, our friends over in America. Because it's a big thing this year. It's been about police brutality and unfairness, and, and there's a lot of stuff going around the internet about that. And then it's really picking up a, a, a strong mm, uh, momentum. Definitely. So I think that this important, like, it, I think it would resonate with a lot of people in America if they got to have access to this 
documentary. Yeah, I mean, I think we always pitch the, the, the narrative as such where it's a local, you know, it's local, it's, it's, it's Tottenham, it's London, but at the same time, it's a transnational story which, which, everyone, which will mm-hmm. resonate with people in America. We've shown it in, in Cairo, in Egypt, we've shown it in Amsterdam, and we've shown it in festivals in, in America, so it should resonate. It's a, it's a big message. No, it's really, it's really cool. And um, have you got any other, now that this one is sort of wrapped and, and, and on its way off around the internet, have you got any other projects that you're looking to go forward with? Yes. Yeah. I saw Cheeky Smiles there. I was like, here yeah. we have. Yes, we do. What do you want to do next? <laughs> well, I don't really want to say too much about it, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at maybe doing something more sort of, you know, fictional, but very much sort of a documentary heart. Mm-hmm. So something that you know, uh, uh, you know, I guess um, you know springs off a real story, a real situation, mm-hmm. but um, you know this time using uh, you know a, a script and and actors and, and that sort of thing. You have yeah. two of the best in the room right now. <laughs> Noel, Noel isn't here. <laughs> just quiet. Noel's off. Um, yeah, I think that's interesting to play on. The, well, a lot of um, I've seen a lot of things be mockumentary but they don't have to be comedy but mockumentary yeah. style and using that as a way of um, there's a lot of um, people uh, people who do nothing I think it's yeah. called yeah, which yeah. is on Netflix as well um, it's a it's a, a fictional documentary series um, and I think that, that that is I really like that genre it's such a cool style isn't it's like it? it's the, just off- a, the yeah. office yeah. yeah the office it's kind of fictional documentary yeah um, but it doesn't have to yeah exactly it doesn't have to be comedy it could be anything you want but it's because it's a scripted fictional bit but it's in a documentary style it adds I don't know it's adds such a and cool it's very to it. um, it's a it's a cost effective way yeah and it doesn't it doesn't um, look odd well actually it's, the internet's supposed to be the best format for that actually it's really yeah. Uh, yeah very very good oh that's exciting okay I can see there's like things in the works so is that, is that looking next year you're going to be going full hog with that definitely cool yeah. that's very very cool exciting stuff well thank you so much for, for talking I mean I'm not no, that's my Netflix sorted for this yeah, weekend. I was, literally about to say, I was literally about to say, let's add that to the yeah, list. Because I haven't got another West where there's not a, have, we, have we got a Westworld? I don't know. Don't talk about it now. We'll be a fan okay. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. But, uh, thank you so much for coming in. That's like thank super, uh, especially as someone who like lived in London and was there around that time. Um, you know, I resonate with that. Thanks for having thank us. Thank you. That's Thanks not a problem. We're going to pop to a song now. Um, okay, we're going to finally play You Make My Dreams. Yes. Come true. This is the wake up song. If you set your alarms, this is the song. This is you how need. Joe wakes up every single morning. Springing out of bed. And it's my favourite movie montage song possibly ever in the world. Yes. Okay, we're going to give it a go. Fubar Radio. Back row and chill with Johanna James and Noel Clark on Fubar Radio. I didn't forget to put me out. <laughs> I am all sorts of floppy on my buttons today. That's that sounded really sexual. Yeah, don't say that again. <laughs> um, I, I pressed the wrong thing. I'm going to confess. Um, never mind. Never mind. It's like at least you wound up to it. I really like that song, and I enjoyed. I'm telling you, Joe was dancing around the studio. Any time of the day, that's the song you need. That's the song to go to. Not to go to sleep though. Go to sleep. Yes. When you're sleeping. Yes. Yes. When you wake up. Guess what. Yes, yes. <laughs> honestly, just such. A, there's another like that. There's another one like that. It's like a proper feel-good song. I know, I love it. Like walking on sunshine. But. Walking on sunshine. Are you always happy, Joe? You just seem um, like you're always in a bubbly, bright the, mood. At the moment, I'm not ten out of ten because I'm very hungry. We are quite getting hungry the in the studio. The hunger scale affects Well, me. you might be able to eat a little bit because uh, very soon we're going to be going Facebook <gasps> Live and we're going to be having a bean boozle challenge. What's that? 
It's <laughs> the Bean Boozle Challenge. It's like the big viral YouTube challenge where you get jelly beans called Bean Boozled and some of them taste like strawberries and beautiful Hang things. Hang on a minute, but some of them taste like washing all liquid and poo. Some of them taste like dog shit. So oh, it's going to be fun. Mm. So uh, log on to Facebook and Johanna James and we're going to be live. Maybe I'll live. From what? Maybe I'll get my phone out on live as well. Should we just all live everything? Should just live everything. Although I haven't got your your amazing setup, so I'll have to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work it out. We will work it out. Um, I've got a couple more things, a couple more vi- videos, a couple more movies I wanted to talk about that are coming out because it is uh, Christmas. There's a, a movie called Almost Christmas, which is from the producers of Think Like a Man. Mm. Have you ever seen that film? No. It's probably not your genre. Well, it's more... Um, towards women I think that film but okay, never mind um, what women want I like that film <laughs> when he drops a toaster in the bath what? is that it and he reads women's minds oh yes I think I said all that wrong with Mel Gibson that's it I yeah oh what a blast from the past <laughs> sorry anyway back to you <laughs> they told you I'm getting northern I just said blast from the past instead of blast from the past uh, right so this is almost Christmas this is the trailer for this movie it looks proper jokes Nothing says the holidays quite like family. I wasn't expecting you for another day or two. Your room's upstairs. But the liquor's in the dining room. Hey, Walter. Is the family coming for Christmas? Every single one of them. Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. Where's your husband? Ex-husband. Oh. So sorry about your loss. The African-American woman is the backbone of the black family. All I'm asking is for five days, the altar. Act like a family. If I close my eyes, I can see mom in here like it was yesterday. She is here. She's in every pot, in every pan. We are standing on holy ground. Hallelujah! My husband's gonna kill himself. Nothing like positive reinforcement for the holiday. Come on, Santa Claus, time to go get them ho-ho-hos. Did you find everything you need? Sometimes you find things that you're not even looking for. Lonnie? Oh my God. Oh my God. You two know each other? Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, my God! What the hell is going on? I'm his wife, you dumb bitch. Who are you calling a dumb bitch? You, you dumb bitch, young bitch, silly bitch, dead bitch. She got the gun, bitch. Lonnie, if you're gonna bring bitches in here, bring a smart bitch. I'm too old for this. Nothing says the holidays quite Ooh, like Oh, it's family. playing again. Oh, let's listen to it all <laughs> over again. <laughs> Don't know why that happened. There was a lot of words in that. There was a lot. Of, what, she was fantastic at the end. You dumb bitch, damn yeah. bitch, bala bala bitch, bitch. She was going off on one bitch. Hala bala ding dong. I don't know. <laughs> bitch, no. bitch, bitch, bitch. I wish bitch, I was bitch. that sassy. I wish. If the court says it, like in you my... are, like a mix between um, Phoebe and Quivilla de Villa, whatever her name is. <laughs> Quivilla de Villa. I can't say a name. Cheers, Qu- Phoebe Buffet. I'm wearing a massive furry leopard print coat for anyone not being able to watch this. And right a hooters top. And a hooters t-shirt. Because why the heck not, eh? I just thought I'd, you know, I'd mix it up. I'm like, I think I just like, I look a bit, slight pimp, slight prostitute. Oh, okay, bitch. You know, hey, bitch. <laughs> hey, bitch. Well, anyway, Almost Christmas. Um, it was actually a Christmas movie that I fancied seeing. Mm. Um, all about family, family dramas around the holiday times. Mm. Do you have any sort of specific traditions that you and your family do? Um, what, Christmas time? Yeah. Normally, for some reason, blooming moving a new house. You're moving at That's Christmas? Happening. Yeah, well, we're moving this week and next week. We're kind of waiting on a date. But it just always seems to happen round before Christmas. So we're going to move into an empty house, which Candy's doing up. So that'll be just bringing in spit buckets now, which is getting interesting. <laughs> well, yeah, we've got uh, the producers are bringing in some spit buckets in preparation for our bean boozle challenge. I say spit challenge. bucket, it's like a large ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> a spit ashtray. Uh, yeah, but yeah, normally, because my mum buys a house, does it up, and I'm 
Well, I'm, I'm living in London, not technically, because I just stay at people's houses. But when I move there, it'll be a different situation. But yeah, I help her move. Moving. But yeah, so it'll be very manic at the so moment. So you're going to be unwrapping your presents as well as your own possessions? As unwrapping possessions. Yeah, well, they won't be unpacked by then, because I know exactly what's going to happen. We'll be like, oh, I can't be bothered yet. No. Can't. You only get back from holiday and you don't unpack? Yeah, no, that, I've done that. I think I've still got a suitcase full of stuff from, exactly. a, from a summer. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it's like that when you move house, but on another scale. Like, there's still boxes now, I think, in this house. But yeah, moving house for me. Moving what house about over you? Christmas. Um, well, normally I'll go around to the fam, the Famalams. Mm-hmm. Um, and our family, like, we're not very traditional. In certain, we don't really... Yeah, ours is like that. Just a bit random. We just kind of eat a lot. The food's the main thing for me. I'm normally in charge of gravy, which is a big responsibility. You're in charge of gravy? Yeah, but since I messed it up, I'm only in charge of Yorkshire puddings now. <laughs> and I love and you, As in, like, you heat them up or you cook them from just scratch? Just put, put them in the oven. Oh, you no. heat them up? What? You can't cook How do you do that? Pastry? To what be fair, it? Yorkshire puddings are quite tough because literally it's like within two minutes or three minutes, like, yeah, they can burn. Yeah, exactly. So got to watch out for that middle parting because that's the bit that can stay frozen or watch out for the edge of the crispiness. <laughs> Is. Joe is a pro. He's a pro at uh, Stop talking pudding. about food. I'm so hungry. Some people don't even have Yorkshire puddings on their what? Christmas dinner. I know. Well, right, Christmas dinner to me is like an advanced Sunday lunch. Yeah, it is. It's just like Sunday yeah. lunch with all the extras. With too much. Extras. Too many extras. I love it. Oh, I love it. So I, well, yeah, we just eat a lot as a family and mm-hmm. we watch a lot of TV. We're all focused around watching sort of the Doctor Who special or whatever the Christmas top Christmas movies are. Yeah. More I common wise, I love, yeah, love stuff like that. All of that, uh, you know, the uh, oh, the Sherlock, Christmas yes. Sherlock, and things. I got into that this year. I love yeah. it. So um, we're a big food and TV family. That's that's kind of Christmas that's for me. I'll come around to yours. I like that. Staying in pajamas until about four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> Pajami onesie day. Paja- yeah, exactly. And then Boxing Day, do it all again. <gasps> oh, I love it. I can't wait now. I'm getting so excited. Feeling all feeling all festive. I'm so excited. Right, we're going to go Facebook Live in a matter of moments. Ooh. I'm going to put on a little festive song. Mm. Um, this is going to be another one from uh, Elf, just because I love that yes. film. Uh, this is the Nutcracker Suite from Elf, because I yeah. just I love this. Walking along the streets in London, pretending that I... <laughs> Will Ferrell. Uh, that's what, that's how I roll. Okay, here we go. Nutcracker. Stru- uh, th- 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 oh, fuck it. Back row and chill with Johanna James on Fubar Radio. Okay, we're coming into the end of the show. And Joe Tasker. <laughs> Sorry, it's just it needs to be included in the I, X Factor we, style. We definitely need to. Right, we're about to go Facebook Live. So if you want to join us and see what we're doing, we are live now. Hi, welcome everybody. It's Joe Tasker, Johanna James. So we're live on Johanna James's page. Hello. We're also live. I've, I've put my phone up on here. Is that okay? That's fine. We're also live on my page. Say hello. Hi, guys. Hello, guys. Okay, we're going to be playing a game. Every week on my show, I play a television, TV theme song quiz. So you guys can play along as well if you can guess what the theme tune is. Joe is going to be playing with me today. And I've got Bean Boozled, which are these little jelly baby beans. What are they hear. called in Harry Potter? Bertie Bots every flavour bean. Bertie Bots every But these are like extreme versions because they're either like strawberry flavour or like dog shit flavour. So if, if, oh, if Joe gets something... You can swear on this radio station. Sorry. I'm just letting them know. If <laughs> Joe so gets random. it wrong, we're going to both have to take a bean boozle and we're going to have to... Uh, where's I've got my spit bucket. This, right, so our spit... Because you can see us now, yeah? You can see our us. Our spit bucket is the size of a large ashtray. I've said it before, but it's just... I've never... I, you know, I was expecting um, massive, you know, old bins outside the garden. <laughs> okay, let's just get into it. Okey and you dog. guys can play along at home um, and see if you can recognise any of these old school TV things. Okay, so have you got your buzzer ready? Uh, do you want my buzzer now? Yeah. What's uh, it? You, you, uh, uh, you what? 
<laughs> but just the you what bit, not the bits before it. Okay, let's give it a go. So we've got the quick intro, which is going to be... Oh, funky, yeah. Johanna's TV themes you... <laughs> okay, Did here we go. Did you compose that yourself? I did, I made on my synths. Ah, you liar. Right. Okay, that's enough of that. Uh, right, here we go. Question number one. Okay. Who's this? I don't know. You don't know? I know. Okay, so that means that we've got to take... What was it? Um, it means that we're going to have to take a bean boozle. So I just realised you might not be able to hear this at home. It's not playing <laughs> out. So just just play along. Um, <laughs> I'll go for this colour. Wait, don't, don't have it yet. So and I'm going to go for this colour. Does colour. it say what it is on it? Right, so that is either... That is either dog food or Christmas pudding. This is either dog food or Christmas pudding. I don't like either of those things. And this one is either rotten egg or buttered popcorn. Should we oh, go? I think I'd rather have yours. Should we go for it? Hang on, how has someone found out what dog poo tastes like? Let's just do it. Should Three, we do, two, two, one. Go. Oh, fuck! What was mine? Dog poo or what? I got rotten egg! Fuck that! Right. <laughs> Again, just to let you know, you can swear I want to say something. I don't like it. Okay, I kind of enjoyed it, but at the same time, I think it's dog poo. <laughs> dog food. Dog, oh, dog food. Yeah. Oh, I thought oh, it was dog poo. Oh, that was horrible. Oh. That actually tastes like a rotten egg. It does look like dog poo. Um, oh. Yeah, it was all right. I don't like it, Joe. Okay. Can we, if we're getting food after this, can we get a lot of dog food? Let's continue. Let's continue. The yeah. show must go on. Okay, dokie. Okay. What's this? Doctor Who. No, tell this. You what? Doctor Who. Doctor Who. That's Doctor Who. All right. One point for you. One point for Joe. Mate, this 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 rotten egg. <laughs> I feel I feel like I'm going to be sick right now. Like live oh, on air. I'm so happy that's dog okay. poo. Uh, food. Number three. Can you get this one? This sounds like. No, don't know it. No. Don't know it. Okay, that means you're going to have to take another bean boozled. Can I just quit the show? Right, which one? Because the ones that look nice... Yeah. The ones that look nice are yeah. probably not oh as... Oh, my God! God. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that Jan, was... That was Jan, Janice, get out! I clean, thought that was vomit. <laughs> just, was it really that bad? It's awful, Joe. Just eat a bloody bean. So there you go. This next one is a white one. Okay, this is either baby wipes, baby wipes or coconut. And what's this one? Have baby, you got the same one? Baby wipes or coconut? Okay, please be coconut. Go, 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 go. Oh my god! I love coconut. <laughs> <laughs> what does it taste like? What does it taste like? Baby's ass. Ah. It tastes um, like. It tastes like baby's ass. Okay. Um, baby's baby's bottom. Mm. Baby's bottom. Mm. Ah, I think I've I'm doing really well on this. You, are, I hate you right I'm now. I'm doing really well. Oh my god, okay, I right. I thought I'd do terribly blah. We've got to continue. Okay. What's this next song? Okay, here we go. <sighs> no, this is the one we had in the next one. Okay. okay. Ready? Number four, number Let's four. Let's play the next song. <gasps> Going down... Uh, you what? Te uh, not Tetley's. <laughs> South Park. Yes, it is. South Park. Good, we don't have to do a bean. Going down South Park. Okay, okay, okay. Number five, number five. Please get this one. I feel, I feel so sick. What's this? What is it? Joe, what is it? You what? What is it? Game of Thrones. Yes. Oh, thank God it wasn't the other one. I thought he was going to say, no, it's orange is the new black. Okay, number number six. I'm going to bomb. Okay, number six. It's time to play the music. It's time to play the light. It's time to play the music. 
I don't know. Oh, I do know, but I don't know. Oh, oh my God, Joe, it just even said the name. It's the it? Muppet Show. Oh, um, you what? The Muppet Show? Go on, take a bean. Take oh, a bean. Um, they all look horrible. Orange. I've gone for orange. Um, There isn't an... I've got an orange one. And what does the orange one mean, Johanna? The, Please it, tell me. It's either vomit or peach. Vomit or peach. Should I take it as well? I don't know if I like peach. I'm going to take... It's going to be vomit or peach. One, two, three, go. Oh, <laughs> I dropped it. I'm so sorry. Oh, have you got a good one? I got a peach. Yours peach. I've dropped mine on the floor, so mine's either going to be floor, vomit, or peach. <laughs> What's yours? <laughs> well, it definitely wasn't peach. <laughs> um, you see what? I mean? <laughs> oh, that really lingers, doesn't it? Does it's like an aftertaste of. Oh my goodness. <laughs> This is disgusting, but hilarious. Uh, thumbs up if you like what we're doing. I don't... No. Right, okay. How many more of these have we got to do? Um, I, there's, haven't... There's a... <laughs> I haven't had tea. There's a couple more. Right. Number seven. Oh, here we um, go. Here we go. 90s. I've no idea what it is, but I like it. you got to get it. I'm going to have to have a bean. Okay. You what? Is it... Um, Rugrats. No. Oh my god, we're gonna have to take another bean boozled. Go. I've got to do it, I've got to do it. What I've haven't I had? I'm gonna take a, a green one. It's a weird there's a weird looking one. I'm gonna take a green okay, one. Okay, I'm gonna go for turquoise. Okay, <laughs> is that so that is? is either toothpaste or berry. Oh that's that's a cop out because they're both what nice. This is? Yeah, toothpaste Toothpaste or, isn't nice, it wants to berry. Okay. And mine is lime or lawn clippings. It's <laughs> <laughs> nail clippings. Lawn clippings. Okay. Okay, one, two, three, go. Oh, it's toothpaste. Mine's lime. Oh. Yeah. Can I brush my teeth with them? Is it calm? <laughs> no, that's nasty, that is. Right. I'd rather eat the vomit. On with the show. On with the show. Okay. Um, go. What's this? No, no I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't even guess. It's like oh. a violin. Well, you've got to take a bean then. Oh, got to take I keep a bean. forgetting about this part of the game. Oh my god, guys. Have you guys ever had bean boozle? Comment if you've ever tried one Have of these. Have I had that one before? The green one that looks like a bogey. The green one is either lawn clippings or lime. Okay, um, okay. I'll have to go for it anyway. Lawn clippings or lime. Okay, and I'm going to go for a pink one. Well, did you not? Oh, you know what the it's answer is. It's either tootsie fruity or stinky socks. Okay, well, I'm going to go for it. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. What? Oh, oh my. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> What were the options again? Oh! What were the options again? Oh my god! What were the options again for that? Long clippings. Or lime. I don't know which one that was, but I didn't like it. My, mine was like dirt, stinky socks. It oh, actually stinky socks? <laughs> well, mine was stinky socks. Don't know about you, Joe. It tastes like licking someone's foot or their ass or something. Okay. I'll tell oh. you what, though. You know when you bite into like a sugary bean, right? I need more water. It li- all the little bits of sugar it stay around your mouth. So it's like you've got bits of yeah. armpit in your mouth. I might vomit, and I'm terribly sorry to all the people listening and watching right now. We're nearly through there. We can do this. We can do this. Okay. We're going to get there. What's the next one? This is number nine. What is this? It's Rocket. No, I don't know. I don't know. know. This is hard. It's Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That goes like that. Okay, one last bean, and then we're going to have to say goodbye. Hey, hey, do you remember that show called Charmed? I do. With the witches. Was it the right answer? 
Okay, I'm going to go for it. Uh, what's this one? Oh, no, I can't even. I can't even. I can't even. Okay, uh, what's this one, then? This is going to be... What's... You've, you've got a mini dinosaur egg. I've got a little peachy one that's got, like, grandma sick on it. I'm going to go for a white one. So this is either... Oh, coconut or baby wipes again. Yeah, and what have I got there? Um, that is either buttered popcorn or rotten egg. Buttered popcorn or rotten egg. Okie dokie. Okay. Should we do it? Last yeah. one. One, two, three, go. Oh, my God. Oh, ah! Ah, oh no, no. <laughs> Oh my god, I haven't got any water! Tough. I'm gonna take your water. Oh my days. That's what a rotten egg tastes like. Ooh. I swear I've had a rotten egg before, it didn't taste like that. I know now what a bloody baby wipe tastes like. <laughs> oh. I've, I have eaten a baby wipe. They're not mm. bad. Depends what day you have it. Well, Joe, well done. You didn't do that well on that on that quiz. Oh, that was disgusting. Thank you guys for watching. This has been Backrow and Chill on Food Bar Radio. Uh, we're gonna play our last song. I'm gonna go and vomit. This is disgusting. Yeah, that was weird. Okay, this is our last song. It's from I can't even talk. I'm this. I'm going to be sick. What's the song, Joe? It's what a, is it? It's Land of a Thousand Dances by Wilson Pickett. Uh, it's on the, the not the, the not the yeah, Monty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, go on. <laughs> it's from the full Monty. Ah, have a good one. weekend, guys. See ya. <laughs>